Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Now let's get to Eels Dragons. Eels defeat the Dragons twenty six to twenty. Look, a win's a win for the Eels, um, but definitely nowhere near uh, where I would hope they would be. Uh, I do think they looked like such a better side with Dylan Brown in it. Oh my God, geez, he played well. Um, so they needed to win. They got the job done. Move on to next week. Just somehow keep. Keeping the fight, keeping the fight so that when they get it, they're all, all their boys back. Maybe they have a bit of punch and, and can go all the way or at least make the eight. Uh, I actually was more impressed with the Dragons this game, if I'm being honest. I thought they looked outstanding for about 60 minutes. Mate, I thought 10 minutes into this game, Parramatta were going to win by 60. Yeah. They looked red hot when that game started. Dill Brown looked amazing. And the game just got flipped completely on its head. And I agree with you, mate. I think Parramatta were lucky to get away with the win here. Dragons looked great. Looked unreal. Like they looked. They're at seven dollars this week against South Sydney. I can't believe it. Yeah, that's so much value. Huge. It's the way they're playing anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway, we'll get into it. Eels. Uh, good to see Dylan Brown back uh, playing rugby league, and you know he looks like he. He does look like he feels like he owes the players and the club and the fans um, with everything that has happened. Um. So it's you know he's he's hopefully learned his lesson. Um, but I was very happy for him to see him back on the rugby league field and, you know, bad situation, but hopefully everyone's all good from it and uh, he can learn from it because uh, he looked happy on the rugby league field and look where, that's where he belongs. He's just a natural, isn't he? Yeah. Some of the, like, especially some of the defensive players. Mate, Ravalawa scored four tries. I thought he was unlucky not to score six. Yeah, <laughs> mate. And it just, I, you just forgot how much he impacts that side at such a young age. Like, he is so important to them. And it's the defence as well as the attack and just the extra oomph he offers them. So it's not all just focused on Mitchell Moses. Like, they can get the ball to Dylan Brown and he'll be able to create something. Um, so, I, yeah, I thought he was really good. Um, it's hard, like, Junior Bolo, obviously really good. Uh, Junior Bolo. Uh, I thought it was great. Ryan Madison, he played 80 minutes. Like, played 80 he played, started on the left edge, I believe. I think he spent time on the right edge, end at middle. When he was in the phase in the middle, he set up that 
crazy the, the try. try that got them back into it with Ginger Bailo. Uh, they're outstanding. Like, <laughs> not just playing on one edge, not just in the middle, but both edges. And if you need him at 5'8", he'll do that too. Mate, I reckon put him in the middle. Get him starting with uh, Junior. I really do. Yeah, what, what? They are so blessed for ball playing forwards. Yeah. Because him and Hopgood are pretty similar in a lot of ways, and they're both these great link men as 13s and great ball runners. They've got a million people who can do it. It's just where Parramatta can get themselves in trouble, though, when they're trying to ball play too much. Mm. That, that's where, as we spoke pre-show, RCG is so important to this mm. side because he is just the... Yeah, but I would just be giving Madison the... Like, running twos all the time with Junior, pick your moments, but don't be stupid. And just I just think that, like, at the moment, with the, the Eels, it's almost relying too much on Junior just to take that fucking tough carry with no one supporting him. Almost like take that, the Warriors approach, and what AFB and Torhu are doing so well yep. this and season. And Paddy and Payne Haas at the Broncos. Yeah, yep. Maddo, take Bolo to the line, and just that late little tip on one-on-one with him. It sounds almost too simple, but, like, they're good enough to do it. Gee, they'll do some damage. Well, who else is doing that with Junior? You know, who's like the, what makes Payne Huss and Paddy and obviously Tohu and Adam so good is like they create space for each other. They so work it's not, in pairs. Yeah, they work in pairs. And I'm not really see, And look, when RCG's back, they work in pairs. Yeah. You can see they're working in pairs. But at the moment, um, yeah, it doesn't say. I, I believe put Madison in the middle, just get him getting through as much work as possible. Say to him, mate, just put the, don't pass all the time. If you're going to do it, just do it early before the line when Junior can get a bit of extra space. Um, because I yeah I, I need you the eels need him on the field for eighty minutes so whether you start him in the middle and then move him to an edge or whatever it is, um, but yeah I think that it's really important here. So it's good to see him play eighty, and you know how ironic that it was his pass that got them back into the game. Uh, Peach of a pass too. Oh great Face pass. To him. Yeah, great pass. What about Bryce Cartwright doing only what Bryce Cartwright, Cartwright can do? But like the first twenty minutes was like holy shit is this the best back row on the comp? Then he got a bit too <laughs> trigger happy and started offloading. And you're like, whoa, whoa, rain it in, bros, rain it in. He earned that right to get trigger happy as well. Oh, <laughs> he mate, he was outstanding in that first bit. Um, Steamrolled poor old Jacob Little. Mate, I would never in a million years think that he would be this good at this stage of his career. And yet, credit to Brad Arthur, credit to Cartwright that they've stuck in, hung in there, and he's playing great footy. Yeah, I want to double down on emphasis to the coach. Yeah. He doesn't get enough credit mm. for the stuff he does. Um, you have a look in the NRL at the moment. The two guys that are leading offloads for the season, Jermaine Hopgood, 99, Bryce Carwright, 46. Hopgood the next 99. best is Payne Haas on 39. So Parramatta's got Did you say Hopgood, 99? 49. Oh. I might have said 99. <laughs> Apologies if I did. I was like, holy shit. I'd back him to do it. Hopgood, 49, Bryce Carwright, 46, which yeah. is insane. Junior Paulo's going to be in there somewhere. Well, he's in the top 10. They've got four off, four of the top offloaders in the top ten. They've got Hopgood, Cartwright, Junior, and then Clint Gutherson's at ten. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. Wow, that is actually insane. Um, with the Eels, yeah, as I said, really, really good win. Um, not really, really good win, sorry. Good that they got the win. I think that it is, like, beyond reasonable doubt, uh, desperate for an outside back. I read an article, actually, that said that Harley Smith Shields or Harley Shield Smith, Harley Smith Shields, Smith Shields. Um, he was all but done to the Eels, and then at the eleventh hour before the cutoff date of like August first or whatever it was, the board, the committee at the Eels said no, nah, not doing it, and so 
if that's true, and again, it's all reportedly, so it might not be true, but geez, they could use a guy like Harley Smith Shields. Yep. It'd be a great yeah. signing for him. So what, I'm sorry, so, what, why did they back down from that decision? So, the com- the, so Brad Arthur wanted him. Yep. And um, apparently the Raiders are keen because Ethan, Sh- Ethan Shields strange. was strange or something. Mm. They want him down at the Raiders. And so they were going to get him early if they got Harley Smith. It was going to be a trade or something like that. So it was all done. Everything agreed to. Brad Arthur keen as anything. But then the recruitment committee just said, no, nah, not, not what we want to do. Oh, sorry. That they swapped the halfback, Ethan Saunders. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, so. Yeah, I know what you mean now. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. That's interesting. And so I, like, even though you have to give Eels massive credit, the recruitment committee, for where the Eels have gotten, you probably have to say in this last 12 to 16 months – they haven't really nailed the transition period of, of being a premiership threat and staying as a premiership threat. Yeah. Uh, because at the moment, they, they're desperate for an outside back. Absolutely desperate. desperate. Do I say his name again? <laughs> if you want. I'd love to say his name again. But Bring Opacek back. Start Bring Opacek sign, back. Sign the petition. Yeah. Bring him back. He's over in England, isn't he? Living the dream, probably. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, a win's a win. Uh, I thought Lusick was good for him at, for, at number nine. You know, he worked his ass off and he made that tackle on um, – I'm pretty sure he made that tackle on Ben Hunt that almost mm-hmm. changed the game. Uh, and that was just all effort, which I think was great. Uh, anyone else stand out for you, boys? Uh, not overly. Um, we don't move Greg only got eight yeah. minutes. That's strange. Not uh, really – I thought we'd all agreed to not talk about Parramatta's bench rotations anymore oh. in minutes to forwards because I still cannot make sense of them. Uh, look, it ended up being a tougher day out, but the 19-year-old debutant, Arthur Miller-Stephen, I think it is, he started like a house on fire. I think his first impact in the NRL, his first moment like of involvement, he took Ravalawa out and like rolled him over the sideline. Then he scored with maybe second touch in the NRL. He's like, how good is this? End up being toughed out because Ravalar went on a tear. That whole edge did. Not all of it was his fault, but some problems about him for sure. So, yeah. What about all of our pre-season chart about who would play hooker? Would he play 80 minutes yeah. or whatever? And here we are with Joey Lussick playing 80 <laughs> minutes after all that. To think about in the pre-season, we didn't even know who Brendan Hands was. Your boy was. Hansy. I can't believe Hands has just been, yeah, Bizarre. put at 18th what man. Happened? I don't understand that. I don't feel like he's been the issue at all. And like, They went six. They won six in a row with him at bloody yeah. nine. And they're not carrying anyone that could have played nine either. That's Very strange. Yeah. Like imagine, yeah, if, if something happened to Lusk or he couldn't get through the – well, they actually knew he could get through the minutes, but what, you'd nearly have to throw what Hopgood would they have done? there? Hopgood? Probably Hopgood, yeah. Geez, you've got to be a bit miffed. Maybe Hans is injured, carrying an injury, and so they're like, yeah, we'll keep him just in case, you know, play. Know. But sure, I didn't feel really playing poor enough to sure be – if he was injured, you're not playing him 18th man, though. Well, no, I mean, like, he's got a niggle, so it's like, right, okay. you know, you might be able to get 20 out of him or something if you need to, if it's desperate kind of thing. Yeah. Hans played six at, in reserve grade this week. Really? What? Mm. Well, he was not like, he had six. He, he's played a lot of five, eight. He had, num- he had number nine on his back, and then he, in the, you know, when they changed the team list with an hour to go, he played six. I think he's been good this year. Mm. He yeah. has been. That's bizarre. All right. Um <clears throat> yeah, so look, a win to win. Hopefully they can get better next week. Uh, well, actually, hopefully they don't because they're playing the Broncos. Um, <laughs> uh, Dragons, mate, I'm impressed with the Dragons last two weeks. I think they've worked their asses off. They've got every reason to throw in the towel. They haven't. Ravalawa, obviously outstanding. Um, 
you know, I thought their forwards really had a like Blake Laurie had a red hot crack. Like when does he not? But I just thought that he had he was super intense. I thought Jack Bird had a lot of punch. Um, you know, I thought he was really good. There were some of the fins that he does like pound for pound. Geez, he's strong. Geez, he is strong. Um, he missed one tackle for a try that he slipped off, which was pretty ordinary, Birdie. But the aggression he brought to the outside backs was really, especially in defence, like getting up and in blokes' faces, whacking them. Mm. He looked good, didn't he? Yeah, I, I think he did. Especially after, like, I think he's had two false starts, getting named and not playing. Mm. Or a few weeks ago he played, he played about 20 minutes and he looked broken when he was mm. on the field. So I, I would, I mean... Probably not breaking news here, but I would assume that Jack Bird's playing through a couple of injuries at the moment. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, Blake Laurie, 170 metres, the big fella, just absolutely ripping and a tearing. Uh, yeah, I, I really liked it. I really liked it from the Dragons, and they're showing ticker, which is what, what more can you ask from the Dragons at the moment? It's been a disaster year. Every right to just completely pucker in. No, nah, fighting every match. What do you think of the Dragons? To come into this game without Jack DeBellin and then to lose Francis Molo in minute one <laughs> makes life very, very oh. difficult. They shouldn't have been in. To, to lo- to, for all that to happen and for Parramatta to come out the way they did, St. George shouldn't have even been in this game. They Agreed. did very well. And unlucky to lose against Manly as well. I think they deserve a massive wrap the Dragons, to be honest. So who I like, and I don't think he's ever going to be a world beater or anything, but the more I watch this, Dan Russell. Yeah, I, I, do, I do too. He's got Butler. a bit of... Almost like when, when, when Capel first started to come mm. in and sort of get his spot, he's sort of rangy enough to be able to play centre. He's got a bit of an awkward body shape. Uh, I really like the look of him. I think he's been a good find. Mate, a try assist, but his defence, he made 48 tackles, only one miss on an edge. That's bloody... On an edge, that's pretty bloody good. Where we got him on the could-be-anything scale, mate? One to ten? ten um, to I've only seen him in first grade, mate, so... Hard to comment on. No, no. Okay. That made me okay. break my own rules, all right? <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of the Dragons, Timmy? Much like you boys have already said, showed a bunch of ticker. They were right in this game, could easily have won it. And Guru, you mentioned Molo going off early. Thought they were fantastic. Mm. I, I'm liking, I'm seeing a lot of good signs from Tyrell Sloan. He had a nice early line break, set up a couple of tries. Had a couple of line breaks, actually. Yeah, yeah. A couple of line breaks, a couple of tries, just with some really nice passing. So the important thing is with Tyrell Sloan is. I think he's improving week on week on week. And we say that we, he needs to round his game and there's lots of things he needs to work on. There is, but he's heading in the right direction. But those are the games I think you've got to sit down with him and say, this is what we expect every week. Every yeah. week. Every week. Yeah, yeah. You might not have the same outcomes, yeah. but the way you were running into the line is what we need every week. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, everyone knows my feelings on Sloan. He's got so much potential. He just needs to round his game. Because it's funny, like I look at Sloan right now and I think he is in the exact same spot Matt Dufty was four years ago. Mm. Yeah. Huge potential. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But you'd only see it here and there. And Sloan could be a 10-year fullback or he could be in the Super League yeah. in a few years. And if he ends up in the Super League, he'd he be a dollar one for Man of Steel. Yeah, he'll absolutely kill it. Um, but I, I look... Just the way he moves. I tell you what, though, shows you how fast Dylan Brown is. Yes, 
Sloan got on the outside of his man and Dylan Brown just hit the gas and caught him. And Dylan Brown is like, he'd be at least five, six kilos heavier. Yeah. That's still Brown too, like like so match quick. fitness from the last few oh, weeks. And just wild. I, I think that we're getting, not even getting close to his... I think he's actually got more gears in him. He's got Brown. levels to him, yeah. I think, he'll, I think that if, he's, if by the end of his career he isn't considered number one or two, six in the game, I would be shocked. As in not ever... I'm talking about, like, for example, Cam Munster right now, out and out, best six in the game. If, if, you, if we aren't saying that during Brown's peak years, out and out, first or second, I would be shocked. I'd be shocked. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, yeah, Dragons, mate, I think their fans should be, yeah, okay, they lost or whatever, but I, if I'm a Dragons fan and how bad the year's been, all the drama, I'd be happy with the way the boys are ripping in the tearing. 